Welcome back, amigo. The Super Bowl happened. The Iowa caucus happened. And I promise we'll get to the election in just a moment. But first, I have to begin with our fellow American and brother in Christ, Franklin Graham. Franklin is the son of the late evangelical global superstar and repressed Mike Pence gay fantasy, the Reverend Billy Graham. Franklin has anointed himself successor to its dad's Christian empire by masquerading as America's moral compass when all he really cares about is power and persecuting queers as sport, but mostly power. And in his capacity as wannabe spiritual godfather to the nation, Franklin decried the moral indecency of halftime with J.Lo and Shakira as a visual assault against children and another example of American moral rot. This is the same dude who has defended and stands alongside the most immoral president in the history of our republic after every scandalous turn. Porn star bribes? No problem. All the president's lies, glorious lies, never a peep. Actually, that's a poor example since lies are the coin of Franklin's realm. I strike it from the record. But credible accounts of rape and sexual assault against Trump? Who cares? Trump is just an imperfect vehicle sent here by the Lord to do your personal bidding, Old Testament style, right, Franklin? J-Lo was actually covered from the waist down the entire time by a skin tone bodysuit. She was essentially wearing bedazzled and rhinestone yoga pants. I've seen more revealing costumes in winter Olympic figure skating, and don't get me started on my 93-year-old grandma's favorite show, DWTS, that's Dancing with the Stars, triple X rated by comparison to the halftime show. So with this halftime outrage, he's either trying to recreate a biblical miracle and part the Red Sea with a staff of hypocrisy, or he thinks his followers are just too plain dumb to notice. If I've got this straight, and feel free to insert your own joke about Franklin's homophobia here, if I've got this straight, Trump is perfect no matter what, but beautiful and talented girls dancing? Absolutely fucking not. And hell hath no fury like an angry Franklin Graham social media post. Save us, Franklin. Save us from yourself. And that's my extra-dimensional musical genius over there, Fishby. What up, Fishby? Being Fishbees, our mission is simple. All we're trying to do is make you smile and make you think. Give us 20 minutes, we're going to do our damnedest. In the show tonight, Iowa, Iowa, Iowa. The undeniable best part of the Super Bowl. And Fishby has a question about slavery? God, Fishby, why do I, why do I fear this fishbowl a little more than I did a moment ago? A question about slavery? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What could possibly go wrong? Thank you for the hot lead, Fishby. Now let us begin this show the only way we know how. With question one. Can you explain the Iowa caucus voting procedure? 
I mean, I could, but I'm a poli-sci nerd, and CNN may be starting your caucus coverage eight hours before anyone actually voted in the caucus. Not the wisest move. By the time they explained it six, seven times, I just, I just turned it off. And now I'm waiting on my phone for the final tally from Iowa in real time. Nothing has come across yet, but if it does during the course of recording the show, we'll get there. But really, here's all that matters about Iowa. Here's, here's all that matters, all you need to know. Who won? Who surprised? Who disappointed? And where does the race metaphorically and literally go from here. I kind of hope the news breaks who won and stuff and the rankings uh, during the course of the next few moments here. But we'll see. But to answer where does the race literally go from here, uh, a week from Tuesday, Feb 11th, that's the New Hampshire primary. Then on the uh, Saturday 22nd, you've got the Nevada caucus. And then the South Carolina primary is the following Saturday, the 29th. And then Super Tuesday is uh, the first week of March, March 3rd. So we'll know a lot more then. What's next, Fish B? What's your favorite State of the Union drinking game? Oh, yes, the State of the Union is tomorrow. I can hardly wait. It should be another just gangbusters experience from our president. Uh, I only play one drinking game, and that's if the president mentions the phrase beautiful, clean coal, drink an entire fifth of Jack Daniels. That's it. Those are the rules. That's the drinking game. Beautiful, clean coal equals a fifth of whiskey. One sitting. Have fun. What's next? What was the best part of the Super Bowl? Well, other than the halftime show, which I thoroughly enjoyed, I also thoroughly enjoyed the football game. I'm not an expert on all the commercials, and a lot of those I was in the kitchen for, so I'll just skip past that. The best part was President Trump's tweet, and I haven't recited a presidential tweet in months and months and months intentionally, but this one is so priceless, I think we have to. Congratulations to the Kansas City Chiefs on a great game and a fantastic comeback under immense pressure. You represented the great state of Kansas and, in fact, the entire USA so very well. Our country is proud of you, all caps, exclamation point. You know the obvious problem here, right, that uh, Kansas City... Is it in Kansas? I mean, there is a Kansas City in Kansas, but the old joke about Kansas is that Kansas is so lame that the actual Kansas City is actually in Missouri. Kansas City, Missouri. The president of the United States is unsure what state Kansas City Chiefs represent in the NFL like that is that's just priceless that is just priceless and equally horrifying that was the best part of the Super Bowl it only stayed up for 12 minutes before we deleted it but those were a magical 12 minutes for the world to take screenshots and 
Share accordingly. What's next, Fishby? Did you keep it, Brockmeyer, all weekend long? Ow! Uh, yeah, real, uh, real Brockmeyer. Friday, I had to take the day off. I had a dentist appointment to get a cavity filled. Good news, it did not turn into a root canal. Bad news, I was so benzoed out, plus I took a uh, Flexerol and a Seroquel, so I was pretty sleepy after that, and my mouth hurt, so we, we couldn't do the show on Friday. The nitrous was nice, though. The nitrous was nice. Uh, Saturday, I started a 254-page book for The Working Woman, uh, and since I'm 49% female, I... Felt right at home when there was not one mention of, man, it just, just, just book about females. It was about uh, going back to work. It's called Comeback Careers by Mika Brzezinski for uh, women in their uh, 40s, 50s, 60s, and beyond that have had a career gap. Uh, so uh, did that. Uh, did my, uh, my YouTube yoga with Adrian every day, my daily exercises. I actually watched the Taylor Swift doc, Miss, Miss Americana. And while I don't consider myself a uh, Taylor Swift fan, after watching this documentary, now I do consider myself a Taylor Swift fan. I, I think anyone who's into documentaries or music or the entertainment biz will find this documentary thoroughly entertaining. Camera crews followed it around for a long time for it. It was really, really, really well done. Uh, Sunday, Super Bowl Sunday, I finished my book. That's exciting. When you start a 254-page or Saturday morning and have that thing done before Sunday at noon, you're not keeping it Brockmire. I made Super Bowl food, and I watched the game with my dad and brother. What fish be? What did I cook? I cooked, uh, what did I cook? I made some, uh, I made some, uh, some Mexican citrus shrimp. And then I, uh, I did some garlic, uh, garlic parm wings that were delicious. And then stuffed mushrooms that I make with, uh, with white mushrooms. And then you got to cap them. And then, and then it's uh, cream cheese, uh, sausage, breadcrumbs, and assorted herbs and spices. And uh, I, I love those things. They are so rich and, and so decadent. Uh, that's what I cooked. What's next, Fishby? Did you hear that Rush Limbaugh has stage four lung cancer? Yeah, this news broke today. Rush announced it on his show. And, well, Rush and I don't agree on much politically. When it comes to making a three-hour radio show, no co-host, barely a call, just Rush just going for three hours every single day, I mean, that dude is, is fucking good. Even though I find many of the things he says and has said historically absolutely reprehensible, and we are on different ends of the political spectrum, but it doesn't mean I, I don't have respect for the work he does. I mean, he's no Sean Hannity. I mean, Rush Limbaugh is an actual talent and one of the best to, to ever do it. So, yeah, that's, uh, that, that's sad news. I... Uh, Hope Rush gets better. I, uh, I really do. What's next, Fishby? 
Will any Republican senators vote to convict Trump on Wednesday? Yeah, there's a lot of political action. We got the Iowa caucuses going. The, uh, the impeachment trial officially wrapped up today. The State of the Union is tomorrow, Tuesday. And then Wednesday is, is, is the final vote on whether or not the Senate will, will convict Trump and remove him from office. What was, what was the question? Will any Republican senators vote to convict Trump on Wednesday? Uh, no, not a single one of them. I mean, maybe Willard Mitt Romney, but no, I don't even think Mitt. They'll all say the same thing. They'll say, I wouldn't have done it, but it's an election year, and this issue is now before the American voter. Even though we were all too politically obedient to Trump to, you know, call witnesses or subpoena documents for our show trial, denying voters the best possible information to make an informed decision. Uh, and then I guess they'll probably go on that uh, even as time goes on and more and more info inevitably gets exposed by the press and our dereliction of duty will look even worse here and historians will absolutely kill us. Whatever. Hail Trump. That's how I... Whether, whether they say those words exactly, uh, that's basically... What they'll be saying. What's next, Fishby? Why do you think bipolar illness is so often coupled with drug addiction? Why do I think bipolar illness is so often coupled with drug addiction? That's actually a, a, a very heavy yet relevant question. Why don't we... Why don't we tease that? Why don't we, why don't we, why don't we put that back in the old fishbowl for tomorrow, Fishby? Well, we'll get to that tomorrow. Why do bipolar illness and, uh, and drug addiction? Two subjects that uh, I've gained a certain level of expertise in. What's next? Yo, it's me, Fishby. Yeah, yeah, Fishby. That's you, sure is. Have you booked YouTube yoga with Adrian for the show yet, or do I have to do it? Well, firstly, her name is not YouTube yoga with Adrian. Her name is Adrian Mishler. And the official uh, ask has been made. We have reached out to yoga with Adrian's people. But if you look up Adrian, her last name is Mishler, you look her up online, and the first thing she lists is not, is not the yoga the first thing she lists is actress, even though she's, she's much more famous, I suppose, and much more recognized from Yoga with Adrian than her work as an actress. But I'm not sure someone that considers themselves to be a viable actress is going to appear on a show with me and you, Fishby. And, uh, and I also, um, another reason... Uh, typically, uh, when people look up my LinkedIn and I'm, I'm the first to admit that, uh, my LinkedIn page has a look that's, and I don't know who set this up, who, whoever did it sucks at LinkedIn. And it clearly has a look that says, I have no interest in employment of any kind. No, that, that's what my LinkedIn page says, which I don't think is the point of LinkedIn, but in fairness to whoever did it. Uh, trying to explain the numerous resume gaps caused by illness are, are a tricky thing to explain on something 
like LinkedIn. So whoever did it, you know, don't get mad at them. It's uh, maybe that'll be a project for this weekend rather than read a 254 page book directed at women returning to the workforce. Uh, I could work on my uh, LinkedIn page uh, for a moment. Perhaps, perhaps. What's next, little guy? Yo, it's me, Fish B again. Oh, God. Oh. If slavery... Oh, Jesus, Fish B, what is this? If slavery was America's... Excuse me. If slavery was America's original sin, what sin number was the genocide of the American Indian? Wow, Fishby, I'm 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 impressed. I'm actually proud of you. That's that's a great question. Let's just let that hang out there for a moment. If slavery was America's original sin, what sin number was the genocide of the American Indian? Just let that hang. Or maybe we should ask Franklin Graham. Oh, and there's Isaiah's music, meaning we've reached the last question. As always, last question belongs to Isaiah the Tiny Player, our nine-year-old executive producer. And tonight, Isaiah writes, What's the difference between a coyote and a wolf? What's the difference? How do you pronounce it, by the way? Are are both ways, is it coyote and coyote? Are both acceptable or are they, is it a regional thing? Around here in the Northwest, we call call them coyotes. Uh, uh, The difference between a coyote and a wolf, uh, coyotes are smaller. Uh, They're typically less scared of people, which makes them kind of scarier, even though they're smaller because they often live closer to population centers. Believe it or not, they're actually faster than the wolf, and according to the internet, unlike the wolf, they have a bushy, thick tail, which they hold low to the ground. And unless I'm at, I'm at some kind of some kind of a nature retreat or, or safely in a vehicle, I don't I don't want to find that out for myself. Uh, thank you, Isaiah. The difference between a coyote and a wolf, or a coyote and a wolf. Now we know. And now time for the artist formerly known as Paleta Bola de Fuego, and the finale. Kick it, Fishby. Stephen King announced on Twitter that he's leaving Facebook, and his next book will be about the death of irony. Pamela Anderson has already split from her husband of 12 whole days, and she announced it on Groundhog's Day. And while heartbreak is sad, that's still kind of funny. Groundhog's Day, go figure. Scientists have created a bionic jellyfish to explore the ocean, and maybe that means there's hope for my penis. J-Lo's Super Bowl makeup took over 10 hours, and Trump's only took 10 minutes of executive time. Kansas City Chiefs heiress Gracie Hunt blew up the Super Bowl internet and yet nothing on her more famous brother Mike. An actress testified that Harvey Weinstein gave her an uninvited golden shower and I'm not making any jokes about that brave survivor and that tennis balls on his fake walker monster. Italian scientists have stumbled across weed that's allegedly 30 times more powerful, and I'll be the judge of that. And lastly, Jay-Z and Beyonce caused quite the hullabaloo by not standing for the Super Bowl national anthem, 
and Fox News spokesmodel and close-minded blowhard Tommy Lairhard's head exploded and was quick to point out that Jay-Z is a former crack dealer. And just wait until she finds out that Muhammad cracked the top 10 baby boy names in her America for the first time ever last year. And that's the show, my friends. Still, have we gotten anything on Iowa yet? Iowa, Iowa, no, no, not yet. I guess we'll, we'll get to that tomorrow, State of the Union, uh, bipolar and, uh, and, uh, and drug addiction. Uh, Fish B and I were easy to find on the social media, at Bob's Fishbowl or at Bob Van Dyne. Heck, we even have our own website, because we're big time. Bob'sFishbowl.com. Did a little maintenance to that this weekend. Better than ever. If you haven't been in a while, Bob'sFishbowl.com. Till manana. Say adios, Fish B.